February the 10th, 2023, Genesis chapter 41, God still speaks. Glory, hallelujah. Grace and peace, my brothers and sisters. My name is RJ and I welcome you to another episode of God is Faithful and Just with all things being relational and family. It is a fantabulous morning. It is a good day to be among the living, which we will always be among the living, no matter who you are. And we, as the children of God, will be among the living in the presence of the living God for eternity. And it's our prayer that those who have not accepted the Lord Jesus as Savior, oh hallelujah, that they call upon his name this day. You know, this uh, episode may go out to you a little late this morning. I was actually doing some administrative work this morning and I realized when I was writing the date that yesterday, February 9th, was actually my born again day. The day that I actually gave my life to the Lord for the very first time. Glory, hallelujah. And we've been um, preaching in our church last couple of weeks. Do you remember? Do you remember when that grace was fresh? When that grace was new? Knowing that grace is new, fresh every day. But do you remember the day that you were saved? Glory, hallelujah. We hope that for some, for many, that today will be that day. We're continuing in the book of Genesis with the story of Joseph. And yesterday we employed and that you would be encouraged. Oh, glory, hallelujah. And today, God still speaks. And we'll see what that means when we go into his word. It's our prayer that you are blessed on today, family, that you are encouraged, that you continue to be and do all God has created you for. Be blessed by this word. Let's go in. Genesis chapter 41. God still speaks. After two whole years, Pharaoh dreamed that he was standing by the Nile and behold, there came up out of the Nile seven cows, attractive and plump, and they fed in the reed grass. And behold, seven other cows, ugly and thin, came up out of the Nile after them, and stood by the other cows on the bank of the Nile. And the ugly, thin cows ate up the seven attractive, plump cows. And Pharaoh awoke, and he fell asleep and dreamed a second dream, and behold, Seven ears of grain, plump and good, were growing on one stalk. And behold, after them sprouted seven ears, thin and blighted by the east wind. And the thin ears swallowed up the seven plump, full ears. And Pharaoh awoke, and behold, it was a dream. So in the morning his spirit was troubled, and he sent and called for all the musicians of Egypt and all its wise men. Pharaoh told them his dream, but there was none who could interpret them to Pharaoh. Then the chief cupbearer said to Pharaoh, I remember my offenses today, when Pharaoh was angry with his servants and put me and the chief baker in custody in the house of the captain of the guard. We dreamed on the same night, he and I each having a dream with its own interpretation. 
a young Hebrew was there with us, a servant of the captain of the guard. When he told them, he interpreted our dreams to us, giving an interpretation to each man according to his dream. As he interpreted to us, so it came about. I was restored to my office, and the baker was hanged. Then Pharaoh sent and called Joseph, and then quickly brought him out. They brought him out to the pit, out of the pit. And when he heard, and they shaved him, and changed his clothes, he came in before Pharaoh. And Pharaoh said to Joseph, I have had a dream, and there is no one who can interpret it. I have heard it said of you, that when you hear a dream you can interpret it. Joseph answered Pharaoh, It is not in me. God will give Pharaoh a favorable answer. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, Behold, in my dream I was standing on the banks of the Nile. Seven cows, plump and attractive, came up out of the Nile and fed in the reed grass. Seven other cows came up after them, poor and very ugly and thin, such as I had never seen in all the land of Egypt. And the thin, ugly cows ate up the first seven plump cows. But when they had eaten them, no one would have known that they had eaten them, for they were still as ugly as at the beginning. Then I awoke. I also saw in my dream seven ears growing on one stalk, full and good. Seven ears withered, thin and blighted by the east wind sprouted after them and the thin ears swallowed up the seven good ears and I told it to the magicians but there was no one who could explain it to me then Joseph said to Pharaoh the dreams of Pharaoh are one God has revealed to Pharaoh what he is about to do the seven good cows are seven years and the seven good ears are seven years the dreams are one the seven lean and ugly cows that came up after them are seven years, and the seven empty ears blighted by the east wind are also seven years of famine. It is as I told Pharaoh, God has shown to Pharaoh what he is about to do. There will come seven years of great plenty throughout all the land of Egypt, but after them there will arise seven years of famine, and all the plenty will be forgotten in the land of Egypt. The famine will consume the land, and the plenty will be unknown in the land by reason of the famine that will follow, for it will be very severe. And the doubling of Pharaoh's dreams means that the, things is, the thing is fixed by God, and God will shortly bring it to, to pass. Now therefore let Pharaoh select a discerning and wise man, and set him over the land of Egypt. Let Pharaoh proceed to appoint overseers over the land and take one-fifth of the produce of the land of Egypt during the seven plentiful years. And let them gather all the food of these good years that are coming and store up grain under the authority of Pharaoh for food in the cities, and let them keep it. That food shall be a reserve for the land against the seven years of famine that are to occur in the land of Egypt, so that the land may not perish through the famine. This proposal pleased Pharaoh and all his servants. And Pharaoh said to his servants, Can we find a man like this in whom is the Spirit of God? Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, Since God has shown you all this, there is none so discerning and wise as you are. So you shall be over my house, and all my people shall order themselves as you command. Only as regards the throne 
will I be greater than you? And Pharaoh said to Joseph, See, I have set you over all the land of Egypt. Then Pharaoh took his signet ring from his hand and put it on Joseph's hand and clothed him in garments of fine linen and put a gold chain around his neck. And he made him ride in his second chariot. And they called out before him, Bow the knee. Thus he set him over all the land of Egypt. Moreover, Pharaoh said to Joseph, I am Pharaoh, and without your consent no one shall lift up hand or foot in all the land of Egypt. And Pharaoh called Joseph's name Zaptanath Penith, and he gave him in marriage Asenath, the daughter of Potipharah, priest of On of An. So Joseph went out over the land of Egypt. Joseph was 30 years old when he entered the service of Pharaoh, Pharaoh, king of Egypt. And Joseph went out from the presence of Pharaoh and went through all the land of Egypt. During the seven plentiful years, the earth produced abundantly, and he gathered up all the food of these seven years, which occurred in the land of Egypt, and put the food in the cities. He put in every city the food from the fields around it. And Joseph stored up grain in great abundance, like the sand of the sea, until he ceased to measure it, for it could not be measured. Before the year of famine came, two sons were born to Joseph, Asenath, the daughter of Potiphar, priest of An, bore them to him. Joseph called the name of the firstborn Manasseh, for he said, God has made me forget all my hardship and all my father's house. The name of the second he called Ephraim, for God has made me fruitful in the land of my affliction. Glory, hallelujah. The seven years of plenty that occurred in the land of Egypt came to an end, and the seven years of famine began to come, as Joseph had said. There was famine in all lands, but in all the land of Egypt there was bread. When all the land of Egypt was famished, the people cried to Pharaoh for bread. Pharaoh said to all the Egyptians, Go to Joseph. What he says to do, you do. So when the famine had spread over all the land, Joseph opened all the storehouses and sold to the Egyptians, for the famine was severe in the land of Egypt. Moreover, all the earth came to Egypt to Joseph to buy grain, because the famine was severe over all the earth. Glory, hallelujah, God still speaks. Thank you for your word, Heavenly Father. Glory, this is a remarkable portion of scripture filled with principles, victories, and encouragement. Well, I mean, Joseph has been elevated once again. This time, not just over his master's household or the prisoners of the pit. He is in charge over the entire land and over the people of Egypt. Only Pharaoh is above Joseph, and Pharaoh has put it all in the hands of Joseph because of the God he serves. Glory, hallelujah. Because of the God we serve, you and I. Glory, hallelujah. And like we said on yesterday, family, God is moving some pieces around, strengthening some hearts, fortifying faith, and building character. God is an awesome God who is still working on behalf of his people today. He is still revealing his plans to those who have an ear to listen. Not the plan of salvation or redemption, that's done. When, we, when he hung on the cross and he said, it is finished, 
but the plans that he has for you and I to share that truth with others. He gave the dream to Pharaoh, but the interpretation to Joseph. No one else could hear what the dream meant. He spoke it to Joseph. Joseph had an ear to listen. Glory, hallelujah. God may have instructed you to do something yesterday or years ago. You may have been afraid or thought it was not doable at the right time. Now, we are listening to God or waiting to hear from God in a certain situation, wondering why he is not, why we are not hearing from him today. God is likely still waiting for you to do that first thing he asked you to do so that he can give you that second instruction. Father God, in the name of Jesus, give us an ear to hear, Lord God. Give us courage to carry it out that you may be glorified. We love you. We believe you. We trust you. We know that you're able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we could ask or think according to the power that worketh in us, that power of the Holy Spirit. Glory, hallelujah. Be exalted on today, God. In the precious name of Jesus, we pray and we thank you. Glory, hallelujah. Oh, family, be encouraged on today. Let this word, let it marinate in your heart, in your spirit, that it cause you to do and be all God created you for. Glory, hallelujah. Be a blessing to those around you. Share his goodness, his grace, his mercy. Share his gospel. And those of you, my friends, if you have not received the Lord as Savior, as we said in the beginning, we pray and hope that this is your day. You're here by divine appointment. We all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. But God said that he is faithful and just to forgive you of your sins if you confess your sins to him. Glory, hallelujah. If you call upon the name of Jesus out of your mouth and believe in your heart that God raised them to pay the penalty, the price for your sin, you shall be saved. You shall walk with the family of believers. You shall call God, Abba, call him Father. And indeed, we want to walk with you, family. This journey was not made to be walked alone. It was made to be walked in and with community. We want to come alongside you, do life with you. We love you. Indeed, we do. Grace and peace be upon you. And we look forward to being with you here again on tomorrow. And in the meantime, family, love one another.